ho, 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 Merry Christmas. It's Father Christmas here to wish you all a wonderful holiday season. I'm also here to apologize. You see, Philip, Graham, and Christopher are all cynical, miserable little Grinches. So I thought that I shall put a few gremlins in their recordings. <laughs> That'll teach him a lesson. <laughs> so, to you, dear listener, I must apologize for the sound quality of some parts of this episode, but hey, <laughs> maybe they'll be a bit more Christmassy next year. Luckily, with Christmas just around the corner, I might be able to find a brand new microphone for them. Oh, 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 yes, yes, that's right. Anyway, do enjoy the final episode of this podcast of 2018, and the boys will be back in the new year for loads more, Sabrina. Oh, 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 Merry Christmas, witches! Sabrina the Teenage Watch, the podcast where three wintry and windswept wankers review all 163 episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. My name is Phil Dean and I'm the most windswept and wankery wanker of them all. And I'm joined by two others who are uh, so-so. First of all, my uh, closest friend is Mr. Graham Riley. Hello, Graham. Hello, Phil. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, It's December, it's chilly, it's been very wet this week. I'm currently very cold because I've taken my uh, jacket off, which might be advised on a day like today, but I do know that as soon as the bants get going, I will be sweating like a pig. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I can't wait to get into this episode, crack some jokes and warm myself up. Oh, you'll be sweating like a pig in wit, won't you? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Look at his paws. And uh, my other closest friend, because I can have two, and I do have two, and his name is Chris Evans. Hello, Chris. Hello, Phil. Are you not going to say Merry Christmas? No. Merry Bobunk? Merry Bobunk it is, Bobunk. Merry Bobunk, everybody. And if you're wondering what Bobunk is, nobody knows. Stay tuned, I guess. Uh, yeah, so Merry Christmas, chaps. This is our Christmas episode. Uh, right off the bat, is this better than last year's? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, because <laughs> it didn't cause us to have a existential crisis pertaining to the continuation of the podcast. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know uh, if you're aware, we've hinted at it a bit, but last year's Christmas episode for us was a, a real uh, watershed moment, let's say. Uh, where what, we, we could swear after it? Well, we, we, <laughs> swore, we, we swore a lot during it. Where we really questioned, me in particular in fact, uh, whether this was uh, worth persisting with because it was so dreary to get through. I'm glad we continued, because we've had some great, great times since then. And this year's Christmas episode, well, not great, was, uh, it was survivable. It was, it was fine. It was yeah. per- per- perfectly all right. It, it was, it was a decent episode of yeah. Sabrina, regardless of whether it was Christmassy or not. And as well, what helped is we are recording this in December, rather than March, I think we recorded last season. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't have been much further from Christmas last time. Um, yeah, Chris, do you feel the same way? Do you think this was a, if you get rid of all the Christmas elements of it, do you think this was still a, a, a decent episode, an enjoyable watch? <laughs> if you got rid of all the Christmas elements, you 
You'd be left with fucking Bobunk. <laughs> you'd be left. You'd be left with the second half of the episode. Yeah, yeah partway so. through they do get rid of all the Christmas elements. Yeah, that Christmas is. literally isn't there anymore. To be to be <laughs> fair, as the resident person who who hates Christmas the most, I think. I'm the most far I'd say, say, say the three of us dislike it in an equal amount. Okay, okay. In that in that case, then when when she came back and the entirety of Christmas was gone and her entire attitude towards Christmas in the beginning of the episode, I was very much behind. I liked it a lot. Yeah, but I think I think she she uh, quotes Joni Mitchell. How you know how um, you know you don't know what you've lost. Till it's you, gone. You don't know what you've got. Till you don't it's know what gone. you've got till it's gone. Sorry. Yeah, she didn't quote that. She quoted the right thing. <laughs> uh, so she she learned the true value of Christmas when it wasn't there anymore. So uh, so maybe maybe you know if if you're listening, you're thinking, well, oh, this episode's crap. I'm not going to listen to this podcast anymore. Just you wait. You'll be back. Because <laughs> you need us. You need. Can't us do without us. You need your fix. We are the pusher men, and we've got you. <laughs> we have indeed. Oh, speaking of got you, I'm hoping uh, we're going to kick this episode off with a few rib tickles. As in the spirit of Christmas, I thought, you know, let's see if we can um, get a nice Christmas cracker joke off our chests. You know, because, you know, to compensate for the lack of laughs in this episode, we might as well start off strong with it, with a nice Christmas gag. Graham, as, as the wittiest one amongst us, or definitely the sweatiest, um, uh, have you got one that you'd well, like to share? I, I, I would like to know, I'm looking at your Christmas tree now, Phil, and I think he seems a bit a bit under the weather. Do you know what's wrong with him? I, I don't. I think he's come down with a case of tinselitis. <laughs> ho, ho! Yes. Top that! <laughs> <laughs> That's the market laid down. Um, what does Father Christmas do? to his naughty elves. I shudder to think. It gives them the sack. <laughs> well, okay. Christopher? Uh, yeah, what do you call a reindeer with an injured leg? I don't know. What do you call a reindeer with an injured leg? Glue. Wow. Wow. Oh. Can't remember if I've mentioned on previous Christmas episodes. I have eaten. Uh, I've eaten the reindeer. <laughs> I've eaten the reindeer. I don't know if I mentioned this in previous podcast. I no, have I... melted down reindeer. <laughs> I have eaten the reindeer. I too have eaten the reindeer that you were saving for Christmas. Yeah, delicious. Like beef, but better. Brilliant. Okay, I, I've not eaten a reindeer or melted one down. I have seen one fall over, and <laughs> people rush to it uh, because it was dying. So, uh, oh my! Well, was, was, was there a strong wind? <laughs> Well, I just wanted to any kids watch poor Blitz and uh, Keel over. Blitz or... and Blitz it. Yeah. <laughs> One of those. I, too, have worked with reindeers. I've given a an entire Christmas show as dressed as an elf and described what a reindeer, what was happening with the reindeer because the antlers, the velvet was coming off. Oh, what what what, what was wrong with the with the reindeer? No, no, no. It's like the kid... Because the antlers... Yeah. The male antlers. Uh, they... they uh, up until it gets really cold, so for us it's more like February time, mm-hmm. they have this uh, protective arterial layer, okay, wh- which basically is a blood supply to, to the antlers. And over time, as it gets colder and colder, that deteriorates and falls off. So it looks bloody disgusting. And then you've got little wee children going, what's that hanging off the, the, the reindeer's antlers? And then you have to explain to them that it's, it's basically blood and skin. Right. 
you'll be back in a few episodes time <laughs> <laughs> the episode opens on Sabrina mid-rage as she tirelessly tries to untangle the Christmas lights at least the Christmas tree doesn't look quite so intergalactic as last year's Remember that one looked like with all the hula hoops? And oh, yeah, that was, that was a bit, bit much, wasn't it? It was a bit bizarre, but at least it looks a bit more adorable. Uh, Zelda comes down to spread joy, whereas Hilda tries to spread smiles with a little head sticking out of a decorative wreath. Yes. Good wreath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crap. In, in, indeed. <laughs> they start early. <laughs> Sabrina resorts to fingering her lights out, which causes the house to overload and all the lights to go out, except for the wreath of Hilda. You chaps got your... Uh, Christmas lights up, decorations up. No, um, I was I was quite surprised. I wouldn't necessarily say pleasantly, but I suppose it does help with this episode. I think um, that uh, the, the tinsel and the tree, as we've mentioned, and the giant stocking is in attendance in the Dean household. No, we've not done ours yet. I think probably usually next weekend. It's very close to Christmas that we get ours up. Chris, what's the Evans household like? <sighs> yep, fully decorated. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they've even even this year they've decided to uh, frame the television with tinsel. Oh, yeah. luckily though the cat uh, Cooper has already started messing around with the tinsel that they put around the nice. uh, stairs banister. So that that's going to be fun. He's going to tear that to shreds yeah. probably in about a week's time. Can't wait. Well, well, Faye put uh, Faye, my wife, wrapped um, the banister of the stairs in tinsel, and then about a minute later fell down the stairs. So uh, she she yeah. quickly got rid of that. So. <laughs> Well, I hope your cat doesn't eat the tinsel, because he might come down with a case of... Oh, no, I've already used that one. <laughs> uh, the title's rolled, and she's dressed as a reindeer. Yes! yes. Relevant! Relevant. Um, and she says, want to play some reindeer games? What, like, stag? Huh? What? Uh, tag, but... Oh, oh, I was thinking of the chilli. Bracket S, bracket... Tag. Oh, okay. okay. That's how yeah. I should have pronounced well, it, I guess. Well, you know, do you want to play some reindeer games? You know, it's like Monopoly, but for reindeers. Whatever that would be called, or, or Snakes and Ladders. Well, it would be called exactly like Monopoly Reindeer Edition. Thanks for your creativity. Not a problem. Uh, oh, no, wait. Oh, oh uh, the Game of Life, but for reindeers. Okay, okay, yeah, the Game <laughs> of Life. Reindeer Edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess you kind of guess who, but there'd only be, what, like eight <laughs> uh, and obviously, if you if you if it was Rudolph, you just go does it out. Does it does it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. All the others look quite similar. It's <laughs> reindeer. Do you ever know they do? We're in the kitchen. Suddenly, the toaster pops, and it's an invitation to a Christmas Eve bash at the Cauldron, the other realm's uh, hottest nightclub. We're told. So, Hippest. Great. Hippest night. Hippest. Surely a more inventive name would be necessary for the hippest, most exclusivist nightclub in the other realm. But Chris, as we see uh, later in the episode, they're very much, you know, very much the irony crowd. Ah. So, it's like an ironically bad, obvious name. Oh, I've yeah. got, yeah. yeah. You know, you've, uh, got, yeah. you've got like, you know, a mix of different people. And it gets a little stir-crazy. Oh, yeah. Because you stir a cauldron. You, you, you do. Yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Well okay. Fortunately, he wasn't being ironic. It's his idea of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, before Sabrina gets a little stir-crazy, because I wrote it there, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hilda and Zelda tell her that that's when it's family meal night. So she isn't allowed to go. She's got to stay in. Because she has, it's not like she has meals with a family every other night. No, I'm, I'm awfully sorry, but Christmas Eve is not a family meal night. Christmas Day is family meal day. Day, yeah. So you you don't need to have family meal on Christmas Eve. That's, no, that's a, that's a time to go out and get absolutely blitzed. Is it? But some. 
<laughs> is it different in the US? Obviously, listeners can inform us because I know, like, obviously, Thanksgiving is is pretty close to Christmas. Not massively so. I mean, you know, you've... yeah, it's four weeks away. Yeah, um, but I know that like sort of Christmas dinner is is less entrenched in American culture. They do quite often eat a big a big family meal on Christmas, but possibly they have it on Christmas Eve. I don't know. Like things are things are different. Like Boxing Day isn't really a thing there. Twenty uh, sixth of December. Mm. Um, so yeah, possibly that's different. So uh, American uh, American listeners, let us know what what is the um, itinerary on uh, Christmas for the uh, average uh, American family. Obviously, some of them won't celebrate Christmas at all. So yeah, just let us know. Uh, in school, a Mrs. Quick, a Mrs. Quick Senior, are spreading joy throughout the school. However, Sabrina is spreading nothing but cynicism and misery when talking about Christmas. And why is being a Debbie Downer such a bad thing? Charlie Downer. Charlie, Charlie Downer. Downer. Yeah, who Debbie is... Downers. Debbie's our national treasure. I don't know who... Well, Debbie Downer is an American term as well, but yeah. yeah uh, where's, the, where's this Charlie come from? Yeah, Hilda or Zelda calls Sabrina, why are you being such a Charlie, I hate Christmas. And yeah, and then later on a Charlie Downer. I think I think only Frank Conniff really knows what's going on there. I think he was just kind of amusing himself. <laughs> Speaking of a Charlie Downer... Chris, you observed that um, Sabrina, uh, Melissa Joan Hart, was suffering from a cold during this episode, and she sounds a little like somebody who has um, experienced many a Charlie Downer <laughs> over, the- <laughs> over the years. Uh, who-, who might that be? Uh, yeah, uh, very reminiscent of a uh, a sober Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, Melissa Joan Hart, as the as this episode progresses, she gets. Um, yeah, she gets sort of more and more sort of nasally, and yeah, she does sound like Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So ill Melissa Joan Hart sounds like a well Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, Harvey is excited because his mom has stopped puking, so he can have gravy again. Oh, and Fred Exley boys has just invited them all to his Christmas party. Oh, Fred Exley. Well, oh yeah, you know, you know, Fred. Good old. Fred. We've heard of Fred before. There's nothing like a there's nothing like an X A Xmas, that's for certain. <laughs> he gets all his gifts not sent by Santa but by Fred X. <laughs> Are you sweating yet, Graham? No. <laughs> <laughs> But just turned to ice. That joke. <laughs> I feel like Phil has really gone to town because he hasn't done this for a while. Yeah. So all of his pun, all he's just getting all his puns out. Yeah. He's yeah. been unable to pun for about three months, <laughs> yeah. so he's going pun mad. Yeah. This is the this is uh, not to give the game away in terms of how we record this podcast, but this is the first episode we recorded in a few months. Yes. Since I've because in the time I've I've uh, had my baby, so. Well, um, your wife had the baby. The wife had the baby. Yes. Yeah. Um, I. I just sat there and just go out oh, and feed it occasionally. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we've actually not. This is the first time we've recorded in months, so it's it's. I've got loads of energy and puns to to get out. So uh, so I do apologise, but yeah, you'll be back. Uh, surely Hilda and Zelda will allow Sabrina to attend just one festive bash. Nah, she promised she'd go a caroling, so she heads out hoping nobody will see her. Unfortunately, one house they carol at is only bloody Fred Exley's house, boys. Oh, no. Oh, no. And Harvey and Valerie try to stall the snowballs by telling the other guests they're a family of lepers. Wow. He's, he's trying to stall them from a mm. uh, barrage. Oh, good good use of the word. Barrage of snowballs. Mm-hmm. And um, Harvey says, oh, we only came to the door to make fun of the carol singers. They're fucking dickheads. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, 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 you know I, I wouldn't carol myself, but I know that a lot of carolers are either children mm-hmm. or really nice old people. And uh, I would hate to think of a gang of unruly teenagers, including, you know, the 
nice, sweet Harvey and Valerie who we know to be very tolerant and, you know, shining examples of the youth of America to be uh, to be pelting these innocent people with snowballs. Uh, yeah, I, was, I was very disappointed in them. Hilda and Zelda are miffed that Sabrina still isn't feeling Christmassy, so they arrange a Christmassy montage to turn that frown upside down. She sits on Santa's lap, oh which my Santa days. seems to enjoy very much. Well, we get Sabrina on Santa's lap, we get Hilda and Zelda on Santa's lap, and yeah, this this is very this very cheerful uh, sort of yeah uh, mall yeah. Santa yeah mall Santa this sort of uh, he- heavy heavy set uh, middle aged uh, fellow in a false beard and yeah he's having he's having a great old time with these these gro- these grown women uh, sitting on him no <laughs> without without his facial expression okay. With it, no. Yeah, if yeah, if if the beard covered, oh well, I think it is. It, it might be a real beard, but if if his beard disguised his face more, then it'd be fine. But he's definitely got shifty eyes and, and a bit of a bit of a smirk and a like shit-eating a, grin. Yeah. <laughs> shit-eating grin. Yeah. <laughs> um, she makes a oh, she makes an unhappy snowman, which is a little bit scary. No, I like that. Okay. It reminded me of the uh, the horror film Jack Frost. Yeah, with the possessed Michael Keaton. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's, that's no, not no, a horror no. film. That's like that's like a feel-good family yeah, that, film. Yeah, that, that, the possessed Michael Keaton is a is a feel-good family yes, film. I, I, I'm talking I, about Jack Frost, the Snowman serial killer. Oh, Jack Frost and Michael Keaton film is also pretty horrible, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Snow Dad is better than No Dad. <sighs> yeah, yeah, Der- terrible. Uh, oh, Sabrina uh, makes uh, she makes a gingerbread jail, which is quite nice. Yes, I, I did enjoy that yeah, instead of a gingerbread house, which Hilda and Zelda are making. Uh, significantly uh, better build quality on the jail, I thought. Oh, on the yeah. house as well. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was clearly structure, structurally sound. It and was very authentic recreation of a Wild West jail. So yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. well done. Yeah, well um, done. Historically accurate. So uh, so yeah, still no holiday spirit from Sabrina. Good. After another after another awful seasonal activity, she heads upstairs. Uh, oh no, no, she says it was an awful seasonal activity, but it was Rugrats on Ice. Yeah. And she says, I think I'm a little too old for that. <laughs> I ain't too old to see Rugrats no, on Ice. No, uh, and the uh, Reptar on Ice episode of the Rugrats is hilarious. So if it's anything like that, then yeah, bring it on. Uh, of course, I mean, Rugrats is, is making a comeback, so if. Uh, is it? Oh yeah. Everything in the 90s is making a comeback. Just assume, just assume it is, unless you're told categorically otherwise and it's not coming back. It probably is coming back. So, uh, yeah, after another awful season activity, she heads upstairs to uh, jam to a literal wrapped present, asking why her jive turkey ass isn't at the cauldron. Oh, a wrapped present! Yeah. Ah, that's clever. We do get to see Salem uh, move his paw in a uh, DJ scratching uh, motion. And it has its upsides. Uh, Sabrina rocks up to the coolest scene in the realm, the cauldron. Her name ain't on the list, but luckily before she gets beaten up outside, the club, notable magical hunk Harrison, says she's cool and therefore eligible for the party. I like the way this guy delivers his lines. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I invited her. She's cool. Yeah, I I think this guy, he's probably genuinely not a good actor, but um, (laughs) the, yeah, it's it's sort of detached, sort of like ironic, I'm I'm too cool for emotions uh, delivery is is, is very, very appropriate and very funny. (laughs) I I think that is his acting style. Yeah. Mm. Uh, That is the only thing he's good at, and even then... It's shit. Well, let's yeah, let's say he's perfectly cast. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, perfectly oh, cast. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and just this is the moment where where Melissa Joan Hart's voice goes full Lohan. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, for upsetting Harrison and not doing his job efficiently, the bouncer throws himself out the window. Yeah, no, 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 it wasn't the bouncer. 
It's the, oh, uh, sorry, the, the, it's the, 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 the greeter. The, 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 the concierge? Yes. Yes. He struggles to explain himself. Um, and... When he when he when he runs out of uh, when he runs out of uh, any 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 more words to say, he frantically throws himself out the window. Yeah. Always funny. People throwing themselves out of windows to escape awkward situations. Always funny. Harrison, the hip exec who organises all these totally fly parties, shows Sabrina around his digs. There's a dartboard of Santa's face that actually bleeds. So she throws a dart into Santa's eye. Right goes, eye. Right, and he goes, "Hey, if you get his other one." It bleeds. Yeah, he then shows a piñata that seems to carry the soul of a distressed reindeer. I don't. I did not like that. I, I, I can deal with bleeding Santa because it's not an actual uh, person who's who's suffering this pain. It does just seem to be a picture with some cool magic effects on it. But yeah, when you when when you've got them whacking this reindeer, he's going, "Oh my spine! Oh, help me! Help me! I'll tell Blitzen or whatever." Yeah, yeah then that, that's 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 not cool. It's not reindeer's fault that they got swept up in this in this business <laughs> yeah. that they were chosen as the Christmas animal. It's not their fault. Yeah, you know we didn't sign up for any reindeer memes. <laughs> Ah, Merry Christmas. Harrison also shows Sabrina a TV that shows broadcasts around the world of mortals having sad Christmases. Hilda and Zelda appear on the screen, though not being mortal, uh, and everyone laughs at them, so Sabrina gets mad and heads back to enjoy her pathetic Christmas. What was good, though, is before she does storm off, when she's being shown these things, she does voice concerns like, oh, well, I, I don't... I complain about Christmas, but I don't mind some of it. I just... She has more of an issue of... The this kind of people, yeah. Well, it's 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 the attitude that everybody should have about everything as long as nobody's being hurt. Even if it's not for you, you shouldn't begrudge other people enjoying it mm-hmm. as long yeah. as they don't force it upon you. And that's sort of the um, thing she's having. Like, oh well, they're enjoying themselves, so it's not fair to laugh at them. Yeah, I mean, we don't go around to people in the street and tell them how much we dislike Christmas. Instead, we just keep it inside and then just broadcast it. On yeah, exactly. Yeah. Broadcast just the time. Oh no, you can no. turn off any time. But if you are enjoying your Christmas, if you if you if you love all this shit, then Continue to love it. Continue to enjoy it. It's it's fine. Just not for us. Don't worry, kids and guys. Uh, that concierge uh, who jumped out the window earlier isn't dead because uh, he comes around and jumps out of it a second time. Maybe he dies this time round though because we don't see him again after that. Yeah. Well, uh, so well, no. I always thought that it was uh, after three jumping through windows that, that he is? died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two's okay. But three, that that's that's when you perish. I mean, as you say, like people like jumping out of things in awkward situations, that's fine. However, I think, especially in this day and age, doing someone jumping out of a window around Christmas, which is notoriously the yes. uh, the the most difficult time of year for some people. Yes. It, yeah. It can be ta- It's a little leaves a little bit of a, a, a sour taste. I did think I did think about that. Yeah, there are there are connotations there. Uh, but yeah, basically, Harrison uh, says. Oh, who let her in? And then the concierge said, "Like, what? What are you doing?" And he's like, "But, but you let her in." No, no, no. And then, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! So it's funny, just probably not for a Christmas episode, guys. No. Uh, Sabrina heads home to apologise to Hilda and Zelda. However, she finds that all the decorations and food have gone, and instead they've been replaced with oversized sweaters, TV dinners, and an incredibly hoarse voice from Melissa Joan Hart, as we've said, as Lizzie Lohan. I can only assume that this uh, episode was more or less filmed in the correct scene order because her voice definitely <laughs> deteriorates during the episode. It's rare. It's very hoarse. This is yeah. where you can definitely hear the uh, sort of the the, the low hand in her voice. I mean, no, I have issue for, for, within this moment. Hilda and Zelda are sat in front of the TV having a TV dinner. Mm-hmm. They do not strike me as a pair who would ever 
have a TV dinner. Yeah, that's very true. It's not I supposed. Thought. It's not. It's so. It's like as like as drab and mm. as like miserable as could possibly be, uh, as opposed to the uh, the ceremony and the the merriment of Christmas. But Christmas not existing wouldn't alter their entire personalities to the point where they wouldn't at least sit round a table. Zelda at least would not allow that to happen. Yeah. Upon realising that she has to go to school tomorrow, on the 25th of December, she twigs something isn't right, and Salem confirms that as witches' familiars are not affected by worldly spells, and he will try and help. Uh, Salem tells Sabrina that she must have erased Christmas when snatching away the magical TV remote from the party, and if she doesn't reverse the spell in 24 hours, the holiday will be forgotten forever. He goes on to say that he did the same thing some years ago, and now nobody celebrates Bobunk. Nick Bakari's delivery of the word bobunk, which um, he has caused to repeat several times in this scene, <laughs> is hilarious. Bobunk. Yeah. Bobunk. What was bobunk. What was bobunk? What time of the year was it accelerated? No Nobody one knows, knows anymore. No. no. But all I'm going to say is, I, I want to be a part of bobunk. And do you know what, Chris? It's a bit too late to celebrate it this year, but next year we can all celebrate bobunk. Because uh, fun fact train. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> It's better than the last one was. <laughs> that was the last one. Uh, people do actually celebrate Bobunk around the world <laughs> thanks thanks to this episode. Okay. Um, Has it wait, got any... Hang on. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. It's celebrated on the third Saturday of November, uh, and everyone celebrates it with food, liquor, and cats. Ah, any food, any... liquor, and cats. Sorry, Graham. I keep interrupting you. I like this. <laughs> Any reason why it's the third Saturday in November? Uh, no, I, 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 I didn't. Uh, it's only so far my Googling, for fuck's sake, uh, goes. But uh, once I found the bare minimum of details, that's it, I stopped. Well, yeah, that's that, that, that's cool. Well, well done, Sabrina fans. I'm glad that Bo Bunk now has a place in, uh, in, in the real world. Yeah. But we'll, we'll celebrate it next year. Sabrina reckons by reintroducing Christmas things to people, they'll start to remember. And Salem just keeps saying Bobunk. It's the next day and Sabrina gets things off to a cracking start, or rather a chipping start, when Zelda breaks a tooth eating a candy cane and Hilda nearly throws up drinking eggnog. Have you guys ever had eggnog? No, I mean, I have a very uh, shaky relationship with eggs. Um, as in, like, I can eat a fried egg as part of, as part of like a, a full English breakfast, but if I think too much about what I'm eating, I start to feel sick. Okay. Um, so egg in any other context, I just can't abide at all, so I imagine eggnog is, is nasty. Chris, have you ever had eggnog? Not to my knowledge. Would you like to have some eggnog? I made eggnog this morning. You made you, you made it. What? I made some eggnog. Wait, wait, okay. Before I have the eggnog that you have made, yes. what goes into eggnog? Uh, caster sugar. Caster sugar. Egg yolks. Egg egg yolks. Egg yolks, yes. Right. Nog, obviously. Yeah. Nog. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, vanilla essence. Okay. And brandy. And brandy. Okay. And oh and condensed milk. And condensed milk. Well, I'm a bit concerned about the yolk, but I'll have some. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, uh, first time for everything. I made it, it seven o'clock this morning. Mm. Phil, Phil, make sure you get get some for Colin as well. Just yeah. Fuck off, Colin. I'm very intrigued about this. I'm, ple- I'm pleased that neither of us have had it before. I know, yeah. So Phil's brought the eggnog in. Big oh. hearty glasses of the. Of the of oh dear Christ! Kind of smells like you. you what well, the the uh, vanilla muller corner. <laughs> right. Uh, but the whole drink is made from like raw eggs, isn't it? 
Oh, don't say that. Why, why, why? Why did you need to... We, 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 right. we, we recognise that. We were just ignoring it. So smelling-wise, what do I think smell of it? Yeah, it's muller corner. It's a muller yeah, corner. It's a bit, with bit, Bailey, bit Bailey's here, isn't it? Bottoms up, chaps. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, it's, got a, it's got a texture to it, though. I don't know about anybody else, but I think I'll be finishing mine. It's, uh, no, <laughs> it's got brandy in it. I'm finishing yeah. it. It's got, you know, yeah, it's got like a weird texture there. I'm going to have eggnog in my beard. I, I, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go and buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't specifically go. Oh, you know what I could do with right now? Eggnog. But mm. if someone was like, "I've made eggnog. Do you want some?" I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, sure. Mm. Why not?" You are aware the rest of this podcast is now going to be us sipping and going, <laughs> and then saying something. So uh, every time I say Sabrina, it's going to hear. <laughs> We're going to review the eggnog in a series of criteria. Magic. <laughs> how magical is the eggnog? Well, well it's materialised. Yeah. Uh, how witty is the eggnog? Um, we got some uh, good jokes out of it. Good well, jokes, it, you it, might yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. It's. Um... Uh, what about creativity? Oh well, you made it, so you <laughs> yeah. were creative in making it. Yeah. And and progression. Um, uh, I feel like it was definitely going to progress me onto the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah it's got it's a new experience for me. So. Uh... Yeah, I think I've a good experience with the eggnog, so I might make it. Uh, Again. On we go. You then. just said again, didn't you? Again. <laughs> Too right. <laughs> Too right. The old yokes are the best. Oh. <sighs> Thank you for this, Phil. I hope you didn't have to shell out too much for it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what Christmas is all about. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Sabrina tries to continue her goodwill towards all friend kind by giving Harvey and Val some Christmas socks and ties, which they both immediately try to sell to each other because their family businesses aren't doing well at this time of year because it's quieter because there's no Christmas. Speaking of not doing well, Mrs. Quick is an erratic, miserable mess because she works from September to June without a break and she misses her family. Oh. Yeah, Chris, put that into context. If you had no Christmas break... You'd work all the way through. Oh, I would. Uh, I I believe, and I wouldn't be alone on this one, uh, murder would ensue. Actual, genuine murder. In class, Sabrina tries to sing Silent Night, but it's met with a shut the hell up. So she switches from a Christmas carol to a Christmas carol, thinking once everyone remembers that groundbreaking literary achievement, all will be right with the world. However, everyone is just confused and scared by Sabrina's costumes and decision to chop down a perfectly good tree and host it indoors. That's what I do like about this uh, segment. Like, There's a lot of questioning of like Christmas traditions, like why the hell would anybody do that? Because if you think about it, in a world without Christmas, you know, there's so much weird about Christmas that we just take as red. Mm. Chopping down trees and putting them in your house being one of them. Christmas is weird. <laughs> and only in a society where we've grown up with it just being around us and just being a fact of life do we not question the strangeness of it yeah and Lindsay Lohan tries to show off her acting chops by um, sort of quoting different parts of uh, Christmas Carol playing different parts like uh, Tiny Tim Tim, um, Scrooge and one of the Marleys but everyone just thinks she's gone mad she's too hungry Valerie even tells her to stay away from her. And um, yeah, ultimately, Mrs. Quick suspends it until mental health professionals have been contacted. Yes. Good awareness, though. Good oh, yeah. awareness, that. Yes. In the other realm, she'd just be, just be chucked away, wouldn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she'd be thrown away or just, just, um, just put in a straitjacket and sent yeah. away. Yeah, they wouldn't try and figure things out. Uh, next on the to-do list is to channel the thoughts of notorious dirtbag Harvey Weinstein by demanding a young girl to sit on a lap. 
She screams and the authorities are called, so she too jumps out of the nearest window. Again with weird Santa shit. <laughs> yeah, first we've got first we've got yeah, like a, a grow a grown ass man, um, you know, grinning at uh, grown ass women sitting on his lap, and then we've got Sabrina, played by an adult woman, begging a child to sit on her lap. Sit on my lap. Go on, sit on my lap. Sit on my lap. It, it, God damn it, sit on my lap. It, it's it is played as weird though yeah. this time round yeah. which is better and we get another jumping out of window gag and the shop is quite clearly on the ground floor so you know she's going to be fine <laughs> she, if anything she's just going to be lying in a bed of glass yeah <laughs> like so yeah. But which as we know does you no harm whatsoever <laughs> yeah <laughs> Merry Christmas. absolutely fine <laughs> Merry Christmas <laughs> fun fact airplane that was more like a fun fact cat <laughs> or, or, or fun fact you, you caught me off guard what you want or fun, or fun fact meringue <laughs> <laughs> what form of transport would you like a fun fact to be delivered in um f- ah shit me I don't tram? know tram uh, j- tram okay. fun fact tram <laughs> oh I was thinking ding ding oh you want ding ding yeah. fun fact tram Ding ding! that little girl went on to voice Lilo in Disney's Lilo and Stitch oh good for her <laughs> All that for that. Wow. <laughs> Listen, with it just being one sentence long, it was definitely fun. With it taking three minutes to deliver, it definitely was not. You fucked up, Christopher. <laughs> surprised. I was mid-eggnog. The police officer brings her home and also requires something to read his lines from and demands Hilda and Zelda check her piss because he doesn't think she's quite right. Uh, Salem tells Sabrina that maybe Father Christmas can help, who, believe it or not, is a real person, unlike Father Bobunk. We met Father Christmas last season. No. No, we didn't. Last year, we met Santa Claus. This ah. is Father Christmas. Yes. Oh, really? Are we getting that pedantic? Well, we is only... there going to be a, an, a third one called Saint Nicholas? Well, this was Cousin Chris with a K, so maybe we'll have... Yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah, so maybe we'll have yeah, Saint Nick will be another one. Because... Um... Because Father Christmas, and he's very... Obviously, Father Christmas is the British term for uh, Sa- for Santa Claus. It is occasionally used in America, but not normally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and he's very clearly British because she talks she talks about him saying, we saved your ass in World War Two. Yeah. But when she visits, uh, when she visits uh, old, uh, old Father Christmas, uh, he's, he's on a fishing trip with his, uh, his wife and their, their many, many grandchildren. He knows that Christmas used to be a thing. Yes. So... He's he... not asked. <laughs> he's enjoying his time off. Oh, I know that, but he knows, though. He's not forgotten. The... Yeah. He's not been made to forget Christmas. So is he a witch's familiar? <laughs> maybe. Or was it just people in the mortal realm that were affected? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's it. Okay. That's in- an interesting thing interesting. to think about in, in, in the hashtag realm building. We've got several more seasons to go. Maybe we'll meet some more of them. Yeah, Seems we're winters. probably going to have a Christmas episode each time. Uh, with one hour of December 25th remaining, it's not looking great for Sabrina. So with the future of the world at breaking point, there's only one thing she can do. Start a pillow fight! Yay! I would like this tradition. Mm. Annual family pillow fight. A lot less rigmarole than Christmas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm not finishing mine. <laughs> yeah, don't finish it. <laughs> it's... Oh. But Graham, you said... I think I'll finish mine. Yeah, I was wrong. However, I've drunk about half of it. When people drink eggnog, usually when you see it on TV and things, it's a little snifter. Yeah. Like, I think I think in the quantities it's meant to be consumed in eggnog, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Just not in just not just not full glass. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we're... yeah. Don't 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 finish it. Chris <laughs> Chris isn't doing any work for the rest of the day. <sighs> uh, now with thirty minutes of December twenty fifth remaining, it's not looking great for Sabrina. So with the future of the world at breaking point, there's only one thing she can do. 
Start a food fight! Now with 60 seconds of December 25th remaining, it's not looking great for Sabrina. So with the future of the world at breaking point, there's only one thing she can do. Learn her lesson in the nick of time and change everything back to normal! Yay! Yay. Huzzah! Christmas is saved, boys. Because Sabrina has learnt that... Christmas is about family? It's about family, and as long as you've got your family and they love you and you can have a great time together then and that your eggnog is measured out appropriately and you've got appropriate quantities of eggnog Christmas is is our is, is breed yeah. uh, the doorbell goes and it's Harvey and Val who have come to deliver presents kiss each other's faces and chink perfectly quantitied glasses yes, of eggnog small quantities of eggnog yeah that's mm. all we needed sorry boys I'll learn for next Please, year. please drink your eggnog responsibly <laughs> yeah. yeah don't don't finish it no matter how much someone eggs you on the credits roll and the gals are opening their Christmas presents, including one from Father Christmas, or should we say, Cousin Chris, who has gifted Sass with a photo of Robert E. Lee and a last-minute reminder that the family secret arc in storyline is still rolling. Robert E. Lee, of course, the general of the Confederate forces during the American Civil War. So, uh, yeah, the Spellmans could have been involved in some uh, some, some dark shit in the past. Uh, up- I mean, that would be a secret you keep under wraps. Yeah, something. upholding the uh, honour of, uh, of, uh, of slavery in uh, the United States, although we have heard mentioned before that Hilda and Zelda fought on opposite sides they in the did, Civil War, yeah. so, uh, yeah. Do you reckon Hilda had a thing with Robert E. Lee? It's entirely possible. Uh, oh, and Salem breaks his spine playing on his snowboard. Dude's gonna need a... Cat scan. Yeah! <laughs> also, it's the second spinal injury suffered by an animal in this episode, along <laughs> with the uh, beaten reindeer in the, uh, oh, in the cauldron, oh, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, someone's got like a spine snappage fetish. Yeah, specifically animals. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> well, there we go. That was episode 11, Christmas Amnesia. Boys, you in a, are you in a rush to forget this episode? I'm in a rush to forget all the puns you managed to shoe oh, on in. I mean, that that's a, that's, that, that's a no-brainer. That's, okay. It wasn't a bad one, actually, was it? No, not really. I think that... Um, the concept of Sabrina is hamstrung by the concept of Christmas and the fact that they need to do a Christmas episode every year. I think they, I think they always struggle. You can almost kind of see the sort of the grinding of the gears as they sort of try and like find some way to weave magic around Christmas. But I think they did a decent job of it this year. Yeah, I quite liked the imagining a world without Christmas. I thought was reasonably, you know, sort of creative and highlighted how inherently ridiculous Christmas is mm-hmm. when you step outside of it. Uh, so do a reverse Elton John and step out of Christmas. Yeah. And even though it's corny, I did kind of like the the the, the, the overriding message of it that as long as you've got people who 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 love you and you can enjoy time with them, you should always be grateful for it, regardless of the context. Yes. Um, Chris, did you feel that? And I know this episode isn't strictly a one hundred percent original, but did you think this made a good use of? Of Sabrina as a TV show, including making this uh, a more feel more of an original idea. No, because now that my my genuine question is, we've had two where Christmas has been ruined, and then Sabrina's saved Christmas in some way. Now we've had one where everyone forgets Christmas exists. I'm literally trying to think of another Christmas storyline that they could try and shoehorn in. Got four more to go. <laughs> Woohoo! So uh, I feel like we're going to get quite a few. Repeats. Yeah, but as as yeah. for now, I think this is definitely the best one, the best Christmas oh, episode we've had. As Graham said earlier in this podcast, the last Christmas ever episode that we did nearly killed us. Yes, it almost derailed this podcast. Whereas, don't about you boys, I feel like cracking onto episode twelve. What about you? But that is more to do with 
with the recording of the episode <laughs> yeah. than the episode itself. Yes. As you know, we, we haven't done this for a little while and it was just nice. It's to good to be back in the saddle. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe yeah. if we had eggnog in March, it'd be a different, uh, oh, different God, story. Oh, God, no. Can you imagine having eggnog in March? Mm, I can barely stand it now. I think if I had eggnog tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we crack on talking about our next episode, we might as well wrap up this one. So, uh, at the end of each episode, we like to, to rate it, to give it scores on a different set of criteria. Uh, the ones we use are magic, wit, creativity, and progression. Uh, boys, magic. How magical was this episode for you? I mean, the whole episode revolved around a magic spell that went a bit haywire. Because of that, it's it has to score high on the magic scale. Yeah. Because the entire episode was about a magical spell gone wrong. Yeah, fair part of it was in the other realm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's... even from the off, we had Sabrina using magic to detangle the lights, and then magic in the school, getting everything ready for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have to score quite highly. I'm going to have to say four. Yeah, I would have to say four as well. Yeah, it's above average. Uh, wit. I, what I find particularly witty is how is is addressing how strange some Christmas traditions yes. are, mm. and and the way that characters responded to it, like uh, Valerie just going like, "Stay away from me," just, yeah. you know, something that's so normal as reciting a Christmas carol, and I thought was yeah, was really funny. And uh, and Bobunk as well. <laughs> oh, very very <laughs> yeah. very funny. Very stupid, but very very yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd probably say four as well. Yeah. Four again. Creativity. I'm Creativity. getting really, really, really concerned that this is actually going to score relatively high yes. on our scales, but even though it was a Christmas episode. We don't have to enjoy it to be an episode we can appreciate. But we'll be, we'll be balanced, don't sabotage it. <laughs> I'm just Creativity, saying. One, Russian, one. <laughs> Creativity then. Um, I don't think it's massively creative. No. I mean, it, it, it sort of treads the lines of a lot of, a lot of Christmas mm-hmm. stuff, including previous uh, Sabrina Christmas episodes. It just does it better. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say two. Yeah, I'd definitely um, say two. Yeah, okay, fair, we... Fine with two. Fine with two. Uh, you fi- see how we've curved it there, people? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, progression. Oh, I don't know. One one minor shoehorn of a family secret. Well, to be honest, it's made made us progress this podcast into next week, so I'd say the five. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Beats the shit out of the progression of the last Christmas episode. We discovered eggnog, and we did learn a family secret, albeit again just shoved in at the end. Yeah. I don't think it can get any more than two, really, on progression. So are we a two? Yes. Two yes. for progression. So that gives us a score of... 12. 12? Okay, yeah. It was looking a little scary at the start, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think all round, yeah, a decent episode. It was, um, you know, it was absolutely not as bad as some episodes we have watched, particularly in season two. And it's definitely the best Christmas episode so far. And yeah, a pleasure. I wouldn't watch it again, but I don't regret watching it. No, particularly. Yeah. Um, So hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, we'll continue this podcast past episode 12. Boys, would you like to know what it's called? Oh, yes. It is called... Whose so-called life is it anyway? Oh, wait a minute. Hang wait on. a minute. Wait a minute. I think Graham's onto something. There's two 90s TV shows in that title. Ah, yes. Number one, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Which starred Valerie's... Disgusting dance partner. Disgusting dance partner. Her one true love, Drew Carey. So possibly <laughs> he might be making a reappearance. I hope not. Uh, the other is My So-Called Life, which of course starred everybody's favourite Joker, Jared Leto, uh, in his in his younger years as a Jordan Catalano. So uh, is he making an appearance? Is it? Is it... Whose So-Called Life Is It Anyway? 
It's just, it's just. I can only guess guess stars rather than plot, to be honest. But, um... <laughs> no, well, it, it does have a certain degree to do with the plot. But what do you think the, the, the episode's about? Combination of a couple of things involving perhaps Sabrina forgetting her name or Sabrina being uh, imprisoned and has to do things like Cinderella and the Ugly Sisters, something along those lines. Whose so-called life is it anyway? She's being. She she's been held captive and forced mm-hmm. to to clean or yeah yeah yeah. I, th- I think there was an answer there. Uh, Graham, what about you? <laughs> yeah, this is it's very very difficult to infer from from the title what what it could be. Uh, maybe perhaps Serena's sort of forced into some sort of game show situation where she needs to answer uh, questions on her friends' lives, sort of prove that she cares about them and pays attention to them, that Ooh, sort of thing. Okay. Instant peril! I like it! You do, you do love instant peril. You also love imprisonment. There's a lot of ideas based on episode titles. You've uh, claimed that Sabrina will be in prison. Yes, so. that's right, actually. <laughs> definitely a fetish there for you, uh, Christopher. I like handcuffs, what can I say? <laughs> uh, no, whose so-called life is it anyway? Sabrina gives Valerie's parents a wishbone wish. Which backfires when they wish for their daughter to be more like Sabrina, and she gets magic. Oh, that's interesting. And Ooh. the most interesting part is that we're going to meet Valerie's parents. Mm. Still not met Harvey's, so we're going to meet Valerie's. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems a bit unfair. Harvey's been in since day one. Valerie's been in since day 25. <laughs> and all we want to see is Dick Kinkle. Dick Kinkle. We want, we want Dick. But also... Are the guest stars from Whose Line Is It Anyway and My So-Called Life? You'll just have to wait till uh, next week because I haven't watched it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just before we wrap up, guys, we've got to say goodbye to a character that we won't see uh, at all for the rest of the show. It's goodbye from us to 1998. Ah, yes, 1998, a wonderful year. I remember it well, so from next week, we are indeed be going to party like it is 1999, uh, S Club 7, the Millennium Bug, and... Space. Space 1999 was proven wrong (laughs) uh, when none of that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was was quite a momentous year as we say goodbye to the 20th century. Mm -hmm. And hello to the 21st century. That's how it works, folks. Let's get in there. It's time. It goes forward. (laughs) So join us for episode 12. But as for this one, episode 11, I do hope you've enjoyed it. My name has been Phil Dean, and I'd like to uh, extend my thank yous to my uh, delightful chums. Thank you very much, Graham Riley. You're welcome. And thank you very much, Chris Evans. No, thank you, Philly. Now, what would be nice around this Christmas time is to receive lots and lots of delightful iTunes reviews. Because the more reviews we get for our show, the uh, more exposure our show gets. So that'll be a nice little bonus, uh, getting some new listeners in. So do what you can. And uh, just leave us a review. It only takes a couple of minutes and it really helps us out. Uh, you want us to expose ourselves? Oh, uh, absolutely. Boys, um... People can talk to us as well, can't they? They can. Um, if uh, you want to email us, which uh, some people do and have. Uh, well, I think we've had five in the last year. That's right. Uh, you can email us at uh, sabrinatheteenagewatch at gmail.com. Indeed. Or you can reach us on Twitter at Sabrina Watch. Indeed. And also there's Facebook, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Watch. Just type us in and you'll find us there. Um, if someone does email us uh, around Christmas time or on Christmas Day, if you send us an email, it can contain anything you want. Um, uh, we'll, we'll, that'd be awesome. That'd be lovely. If you <laughs> listen to us without contacting us to uh, thank us or leaving a review, 
we will find you, and we will force feed you whole glasses of eggnog. And you know what happens when you drink too much eggnog? Tinsilitis? (laughs) (laughs) See you next week, folks. Oh, oh, and Merry Christmas!